In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as well as breaking news. It is official. My YouTube termination is permanent. YouTube claims they made the right call without providing me with any evidence of any violations because they are full of it. This is a direct matrix attack against Bitcoin content creators. Simple and plain. That's right. There is a war against Bitcoin content creators on YouTube. I know from firsthand experience. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be discussing the latest from MicroStrategy. They say to stay on Bitcoin course even if the spot ETF is not approved, according to Michael Saylor. And also, he just recently BTFD'd, which is awesome. We'll also be discussing the individual charged with money laundering amidst the hacking Bitfinex back in 2016. I'll be breaking down this latest report, as well as sharing with you the calm before the rampage, a sign that Bitcoin is about to go on a huge run, according to crypto analysts, Invest Answers. We'll also be discussing a massive pump incoming for Bitcoin. Can you say God candle? All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. First and foremost, this is Rumble live stream episode number three. Make some noise in the live chat. And this is podcast episode number 1360. And let's kick off today's show with our market watch. As you can see right here in your screen, Bitcoin back in the green, trading at 29,300, up 0.4% for the day, with Ethereum also in the green, trading at 1,844 bucks. And now checking out coinmarketcap.com. The current crypto market cap stands at 1.17 trillion, with just over 28 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, with the Bitcoin dominance at 48.7%, back on the rise, with the Ether dominance at 19% even. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, you can see XD. DC leading the pack up 12.5%, trading just above $0.08, cents, followed by Optimism up 7%, trading at $1.74, followed by Curved Out Token up 5%, trading just above $0.60. Cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we have XDC, PLS, and Hex currently in the green, while a lot of the major alts are currently still correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, one of my favorite indicators. I mean, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, my apologies. You can see we're currently rated a 52, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 53, last week a 51, and last month a 64 in greed. So there you have it. And those just joining us, let me know you can see and hear me loud and clear. Be sure to comment in the live chat as I'll be monitoring the live chat on my phone throughout this live stream. With that being shared, let's kick off today's show with Bitcoin technical analysis now that we completed the market watch. And then we'll dive right into the war against Bitcoin. And while no Bitcoin content creators are safe on YouTube, as I've officially been permanently banned for the rest of my life from that platform, we're going to be diving deep into why that is. And we have a whole lot to share regarding what's going on in the markets naturally as we do each and every day, seven days a week. So the show must go on. Let's kick it off. As you can see here, checking out the Bitcoin charts. Bitcoin dipped below 29,000 this morning, August 3rd, as the market concerns over the largest global exchange, Binance, reignited Bitcoin price downside. Data from Cointelegraph and TradingView showed Bitcoin heading lower before a modest comeback into the Wall Street open. Rumors over new U.S. legal action against Binance made for a disappointing 24 hours for the Bitcoin 
and bowls after a brief trip above 30 G's. It's like we're struggling to maintain above 30 G's, right? With the trading range still firmly in place, monitoring resource material indicators forecast a further bearish support retest to come as shared right here. Want to know what changed on the Bitcoin daily chart in the U.S. overnight hours? According to trend precognition algos, the probability of a downside move in the daily time frame increased from 75% to 84%, expecting a test of support at the trend line. And he also says, if you're surprised, confused, or think the bi-directional volatility is over, you haven't been paying attention. And quoting popular trader Dan Crypto Trades, the past few weeks have been all the same. Number one, price grinds down. Number two, shorts get aggressive. Number three, shorts get squeezed. Price goes up. Number four, spot starts selling. And number five, the price rolls over, rinse and repeat, until spot starts bidding after these squeezes. We'll just keep doing these full retraces. That's right. And quoting CryptoQuant, I have heard about the bank run insolvency risk on Binance a hundred times for the year, but their usual balances always tell a different story. And as outlined uh, right here alongside these charts, now Bitcoin volatility prepares to undercut stocks, including gold. So let's discuss this. According to the Bitcoin historical volatility index, weekly volatility was headed towards record lows seen at the start of this year of 2023, as outlined here in the Bitcoin historical volatility index one week chart. This chimes with existing comparisons to January with the Bollinger Bands data, likewise echoing the period immediately prior to Bitcoin's quarter one breakout. Here's what Dylan LeClaire had to share on crypto Twitter, or I should say X crypto or crypto X now that it's no longer Twitter, just FYI, (laughs) 10 day realized volatility for Bitcoin near the falling below average of stocks, bonds and gold. So there you freaking have it. With that being shared, fam, welcome again to y'all just joining us and tuning in. Now, I want to discuss being banned permanently for life from YouTube. I created my YouTube channel initially almost six years ago. I think it was back in 2018 when I relocated from Florida to Puerto Rico. And I started posting content virtually every day. I had roughly 1,800 videos, which took roughly six years of content creation, which got me above 56 thousand subscribers. And as many of you know, from the previous episodes, I woke up and uh, it was all gone without warning, without any strikes. I just woke up to an email saying YouTube uh, ultimately uh, uh, terminated my account. So I went through the appeal process, which is how it works. You get to appeal and I put in my appeal and they basically said they reviewed the appeal and they um, aren't going to change their mind. They said, I am now banned permanently for life. So here are some of the tweets I've recently shared on X. So you can see what is going on behind closed doors. And then we'll dive you know, further into the news stories here in the crypto market. But this is more relevant than ever because after having this platform called YouTube for six years, I no longer have that platform. I have been ghosted as if crypto news alerts never existed over the course of the past six years. Also, let me know how that makes you feel. Shout out to Zap uh, Crypto Cal. If you get a frozen screen, all you need to do is refresh and it should work for you. Just FYI. I appreciate the support from everybody. Much love and much respect. So here we go. Let's dive into uh, what happened. So I shared uh, this morning on X. It is official. My YouTube termination is permanent. Team YouTube claims they made the right call without providing me with any evidence of any violations because they are full of it. This is a direct matrix attack against Bitcoin content creators. Simple 
and playing. I also asked them, yo, Team YouTube, the least you can do is give me all my videos back temporarily. An example, maybe for 24 hours so I could at least sync them over to Rumble. Let me know if you're willing to do that, in which they are not willing to do, just FYI. I also shared there is a war against Bitcoin content creators on YouTube. I know from firsthand experience being terminated under false pretenses. After almost six years of dedicated content consisting of 1,800 videos, they terminated me without warning. However, the same content over the years has been syndicated on every major podcasting platform, and never once have I violated any policies on any platform for creating harmful and dangerous content, as they allege. I believe I was targeted by YouTube because of the purity of my content. An example, my devout faith in Bitcoin and my disgust towards the central bankers and forces of evil. I teach my followers to unplug from the matrix, opt out of the corrupt fiat money system, and resist the slave mine. This is why I am perceived as a threat to the powers that be. So there you have it. I also shared, it only took me five years and 1,800 videos to grow my YouTube channel, which was terminated at 5 a.m. three days ago under false pretenses for allegedly repeated violations of harmful and dangerous policy, which is false. Speaking about Bitcoin considered harmful and dangerous now, what the heck? And I wrote for the record, my YouTube username is Crypto News Alerts, and never once have I ever received a violation, a strike, or a warning for violating any YouTube policies. I share crypto news seven days per week in a live stream format. I have never produced any harmful or dangerous content. And then this morning I wrote, I was told that I would get a response to my appeal. And then they said, hey, if you missed it, we replied right here. So here's what uh, they wrote. In case you missed it, let's see, they wrote this. I'm going to click on it. They're claiming I have violated this policy. So let's read the policy and what the heck it says. I'm going to refresh here. Boom, boom, boom. Update. Our policy team confirmed the termination was correct. You can read through this article for more info on harmful and dangerous content. And then people are like, I don't see anything in their policy that applies to your YouTube channel. To be honest, what a freaking joke. Amen. Let's read the policy, shall we? Harmful or dangerous content. What policy means for you? If you are posting content, don't post content on YouTube if this fits the description of your video. Extremely dangerous challenges. Dangerous threatening pranks. Instructions to kill or to harm. Hard drug use or creation. Instructional theft or cheating. Hacking or bypassing payment for digital content or services. Showing views, viewers how to use apps and other info tech to gain unauthorized access of audio content, audiovisual content, video game, yada, yada, yada. So clearly, none of my content in all 1,800 videos violates any of this nonsense. So I had to naturally respond back in case they missed my response. I wrote, whoever is reviewing content over at YouTube needs to be fired and replaced because clearly they have no clue what they are talking about. No video of mine has ever consisted of any of the following whatsoever. And that, my friend, is a fact. It is not even a question, you know, whatsoever. So what are your thoughts? you know surrounding all of this you guys please do uh let me know but here's what uh some other things that i shared let's see make sure i covered everything oh other news though just renewed my one-year contract today with spotify and megaphone so i put fuck youtube aka the matrix they're obviously anti-bitcoin and ran by criminals yes the same exact content that youtube deems harmful and dangerous is perfectly allowed on all other platforms proving that youtube is full of ish so take that 
But what are your guys' thoughts? Please do let me know in the comments below. And after I'm done with all of the news stories and crypto for the day, I will be continuing to rant rumble style. You already know, uncensored JV, live in the flesh. If that excites you, let me know. And like I said, at the end of the show for the Q&A session, I will continue to express myself as I do best. With that being shared, now for the latest regarding Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy and what is popping uh, over here with uh, this news. MicroStrategy co-founder Michael Saylor believes his firm will remain an enticing way for investors to gain exposure to Bitcoin, regardless of any future ETF approvals. He also confirmed his firm's intention to continue adding more Bitcoin to the balance sheet, including with the potential proceeds of a planned $750 million share scale. Let's get it. Pretty exciting, if you're to ask me. Speaking of Bloomberg, August 2nd, on how the approval spot ETF could impact his firm's offering, Saylor was confident MicroStrategy would still be able to offer something spot Bitcoin ETFs can't. Quoting the Giga Chat here, consider a Bitcoin strategy. You're damn right. And as you can see, it chart outlines MicroStrategy outperformance since adoption of the Bitcoin strategy. He made similar comments during an August 1st earnings call, saying MicroStrategy will be differentiated as a particular Bitcoin operating strategy when spot ETFs arrive. Now, Bitcoin is up a whopping 145% since the company started its purchasing strategy back in August of 2020. In fact, they were the first publicly traded company to put Bitcoin on their balance sheet. He said adding his firm use leverage investments to generate yields that are passed to shareholders, quitting him here, we can tap into leverage because we're an operating company, which an ETF couldn't do. So we view it as being beneficial to the entire ecosystem. And on the other hand, and Saylor said a spot Bitcoin ETF would allow large hedge funds and sovereign sovereigns to come into the space with billions of dollars. Quitting him here, we are a unique instrument. We are the sports car, whereas the spot ETF is going to be the super tanker. Spot ETFs will serve another set of customers in a synergistic fashion to grow the entire asset class. The firm has more than 470 institutional shareholders, according to Fintel, and a market cap of five. .3 billion. And on August 2nd, analysts raised spot ETF approval chances in the United States to 65%. And we know the track record is like with just BlackRock alone with the SEC getting their uh, ETFs approved is 575 to 1. Let that sink in, fam. Now, Saylor confirmed the goal is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as we can. And when asked how much their existing holdings of 152,800 BTC will increase in the quarters to come, he also confirmed the company intends to sell up to $750 million in Class A common stock as per a recent SEC filing, adding that the primary use of proceeds generally is just to acquire more Bitcoin. So there you have it. Michael Saylor is not slowing down as Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. And welcome y'all just tuning in and joining us. I appreciate all the support as always. At the end of the show, I will be reading everyone's comments out loud. And if you're only listening to the podcast right now via iTunes or Spotify, etc., make sure to support us on uh, Rumble. Same URL, CryptoNewsAlerts.net no longer goes to YouTube. It now goes to our new home on Rumble. Please, we can use your support. I greatly appreciate it, fam. And with that being shared, now for the latest regarding the Bitfinex infamous hack from back in 2016. Let's break this down. One half of the couple alleged to have laundered billions of dollars worth of crypto is reportedly admitted he was behind the 2016 Bitfinex hack. That's right. According to an August 3rd CNBC report, she told a U.S. court 
I don't know how to pronounce that name, maybe Ilya Lichtenstein, that she was the individual behind the exploit of crypto exchange Bifinex in 2016, which resulted into the theft of roughly 120,000 Bitcoin. Lichtenstein spoke as part of the plea agreement with prosecutors who, char- oh, who charged him and his wife, Heather Morgan, with money laundering conspiracy and conspiracy to defraud the United States. And at this time, it was unclear whether Morgan played any role in the Bitfinex hack. Obviously, we think she did, right? Is that Crypto Queen, the one that was making rap videos and such? Let me know. She is expected to appear before a judge on August 3rd as part of the same plea arrangement in the money laundering case. And authorities arrested the pair back in February of last year. So I'll be keeping you posted on how this plays out. But we all know that was, I think, the most infamous Bitcoin hack in history. Please do correct me if I am wrong. And now for our next uh, story of the day, we're going to be discussing Bitcoin going on a rampage, and then we'll be discussing a Bitcoin God candle incoming, followed by our live Q&A. So yeah, let's break this down and shout out to Invest Answers. He thinks that one metric is showing signs the Bitcoin could be about to explode on a massive bull run. Send it. Let's go. And looking at a chart from the analytics company Glassnode, the anonymous host of Invest Answers, tells us half a million YouTube subs. The Bitcoin's low volatility means it's a good time for traders to be patient with their investment. Quitting him here. Low volatility is a sign of a bull market, believe it or not. And Bitcoin has a history of going on massive runs almost every single time after a period of low volatility. And in fact, Bitcoin's current level of volatility is the second lowest ever on record. The only time it was lower was back in 2017. The last time this happened was right before the bull run started that took Bitcoin up to 20 Gs, baby. We watched it go very quickly from 3,000 to 20,000. How many of you witnessed this in real time back in 2017? Let me know in the live chat. I got into Bitcoin back in that year, so I remember it as if it was yesterday. And here you can see a pretty interesting chart shows you times bullish equal 100%. And it shows you December 2016, August of 2023, May of 2016, uh, April of 2019, February of 2013, and November of 2020. The analyst also notes those you know periods. And according to the analyst, Bitcoin's recent shallow price movement demonstrates its low volatility with Bitcoin trading and maintaining above 29,000 at the time of this recording. That means the Bitcoin's market cap is down roughly Roughly 0.17% the past 24 hours, but also, uh, you know, uh, over this year, the Bitcoin price action is still up drastically. So do keep that in mind. And to watch this video that he did entitled Silence Before the Stampede, check the show notes below the video in the description, as all those sources are always in the description. And with that being shared, now for our final story of the day, and that's the Bitcoin God candle. I consider a God candle $10,000 or more increase on the daily chart. That's just me. Let's discuss this as per crypto analyst, credible crypto, uh, shall we? Here we go. Now, popular crypto analyst thinks Bitcoin is prime for a massive pump, warning traders that might have a little more patience first. Synonymous analyst Credible tells his 343,000 Twitter followers, ex-followers now, that he's gearing up for some $10,000 plus monthly candles for the king crypto. The trader also warned on Monday evening that the Bitcoin price dip down to 29.1 could delay the top crypto assets. Major move up. Bitcoin just did that on Tuesday morning, dropping to a low of around 29,000 and maintaining just above at this time. Says Credible on the price dip, 29.1 has been tagged, which means we must have to be a little 
little more patient. This doesn't change anything in the higher time frames, just a pause in the lower time frame, bullish momentum. The analyst is also bullish on decentralized finance altcoin, Curve, CRV, noting that a lot of the shorts on the asset are underwater, quoting him again, decent chance that was our bottom as we still have a ton of shorts that need to exit their positions. One more push up to finish off the first impulse, then looking for a pullback to the mid 50 cents. If we hold that and produce another impulse, the bottom is confirmed, in my opinion, and he shares this chart alongside. Now, CRV is currently trading at around 58 cents at this time and is the 83rd ranked crypto asset by market cap, also down almost 4% in the past 24 hours. So there you have it, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.